What if her flavor of spicy is not her flavor of spicy? I don't know. I'm reading one right now. (laughs) Also, do you want to be reading the same month that your sister-in-law reads? (laughs) So that one scene, am I right? I am reading one right now where the 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 dedication was to girls who are newer or spicy and just want to get real. <laughs> oh no. How's it going, folks? We're feeling festive. <laughs> what are you talking about? I wear this every day. Yeah. <laughs> we, holiday. we came all the way from the North Pole to uh, wish you a merry holiday season. Yeah. Wherever Done. you are and whatever you're celebrating. Yeah. Because we have listeners in Germany. Oh. Sprechen die Deutsch, apparently. We. 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 Just offending as many people as possible (laughs) in 30 seconds. It's fine. The French need some humbling, you know? Bonjour. Uh, Man, do they know how to revolt? (laughs) Jeez Louises. They do. Have you seen them recently? Santa's with us today. Yep. Santa. Bye bye. Black Santa. We love Black Santa. I haven't watched The Grinch yet. I haven't either. (gasps) Well, where is it on your Christmas list, which you should... I think it's on... Merry Movie Magic Calendar. Next weekend, maybe. Yeah. Let me take a look. Please. I've got it right here. You can save that on our Instagram, our TikTok, or our YouTube. Yeah, it's everywhere. Everywhere. We love a shareable. And on that note, now that you're with us, please subscribe right now. Please. Then go on your phone, because I know you're watching this on your laptop. And you can go follow us on TikTok. Next then you can follow Sunday, us on Sunday. Instagram. Then next Sunday, you can watch The Grinch with Halsey because she'll be hosting Yeah, on today all is, the socials. Today's Little Women with Bailey. Yes, I get it. We can absolutely watch Little Women tonight and do your nails. Do my nails? Both. Thank you. Yeah. Because yes. I'm going to spend a night. When I'm taking your nails your gel nail polish off. I'll put her gel nail polish on and then I'll flip you. Acrobats. <laughs> Cirque du so gel. Yeah. Cirque du so slay. Oh, oh, that was good. No. That was good. Okay. Uh, we hope you're having a lovely holiday season. It's almost Christmas and we're just mm-hmm. in our cozy cozies, all cozies. in matching jammies. And DePodPod's got matching pajamas. Yeah, they do, but we're not going to torture them with that just yet because it's mm. still a little toasty in I'll here. I'll send the picture of Wilson and his. You can post it in the cut down yeah. of all of our matching yeah. jams. Um, let's revert to the thread. What were we talking about this week in the old slack? What are we noodling on? Well, a few things. I don't know where we really want to start, but um, creative health. Oh, yeah. Is that where you want to start? Sure. But there was other attachments to that one, right? The languishing and the rotting. Uh, So it's all encompassing. Yeah. It was a different thread Mm. later on where I posted about bed rotting days Mm. and Mm. I just added another um 
another link because I saw an Instagram post that was like saying that having a lazy day, one lazy day per week helps reduce stress, mm. high blood pressure, and anxiety, mental health. Mm. It reduces mental health. <laughs> well, it can only help. Something. <laughs> but whatever it is. But yeah, I, uh, I'm it's a big fan stuff. of a bed oh. rot day. I would have like in college. Yeah. Not bed rot days, but like my bed was where... I like could recharge. Yeah, you lived in it. Yes, for a few hours, days. Yeah, like I weeks. would go into class and then I'd come back and I'd be in that bed. Change. Oh. I'd put like comfy pants on, but I'd leave like my nice shirt on yeah. so I could like yes. quickly get changed and just go lay in my bed like right away. Absolutely. Oh. My roommate Leanne knew like as soon as I'd come back from class, like I'd go straight to my bed and just like lay down. I'm like. Aww. I'm so stressed. I know. Well, especially like a dorm room bed. Oh. Yeah. There's something about it where you're just like, <sighs> not that I ever experienced it, but like from my friends' dorm experiences. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You kind of just need a rot place. Yeah. I just don't think we've had a word for it until recently. Mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, languishing and soaking it up and being lazy. I think that's what we called it or what our parents called it. Yeah. Just yeah. being lazy. You're always in your room. I'm like, um, it's because the world is too much. Yeah. I'm recharging. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I need my introvert alone. I need to time. soak in my own vibes. Yeah. Juices. <laughs> Smells. <laughs> Stanks. If yeah. yeah. Um, on the creative health front, I'm going to get in there so that I can actually read from the thread. Cause I sent that TikTok from, I think she's a psychologist and she told us to read a book after I commented on her video, but her name is Katina M.A. Psych and founder. And she was talking about how having a creative outlet is the net new millennial thing mm. that we're doing for cognitive co cognitive health mm -hmm. and how life is just so much more life-giving when you do have something other than your job mm -hmm. or a child mm -hmm. to soak up that creative goodness. Basically, she uh, there's this author named Catherine May, best-selling author, who talks about how a lot of Americans are not feeling alive lately. Yeah. And you kind of feel like a shell of a human, very robotic. And a way to get out of that is having creative health and seeking out something that brings that life back into mm -hmm. you. But you kind of have to go like hobbies, go through a bunch of them to figure out what exactly yeah. you're interested in. But I have felt that way. The fulfillment of creating something with the podcast has yeah. has done that exactly for me. And I also love how it's enriched our interpersonal lives and relationships. Yeah. Are you shopping right now? No. What are you doing? I was on time hop. Sorry. What's I was time hop. I was looking for a thing because I saw it earlier. Because it had to do with this, but I can't oh, find it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> She's checked out. Hello? No. And on that note, <laughs> thank you for coming. No. Time hop is a thing, is like a way back machine for your yeah. phone. Where, you, like, you get it daily, and it's like, it connects to your Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that. Yes. And your phone, and your photos. And something came up in there that was relevant to The rotting. creative hell. Oh, rotting. Yeah. I yes. checked my time hop. Mm-hmm. Every day in a row for 10 years. Mm. And Whoa. then I was like, 
or mm. something ridiculous like that. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I I have to go. Think I've seen it. Think I've seen it. Every post. Here. The amount of yeah. times my Facebook status was, it's Tuesday. <laughs> Tacos. <laughs> what day of the week it was? If it was sunny, if it was raining. Yeah. Oh, the weather all the time. Yeah, yeah. That's all I talked about on <laughs> Facebook. Either that or work or classes. Yeah. Mm. Or like cryptic. Uh huh. Yeah. Status oh. updates passive, that like oh, passive aggressive at one pointed at one specific person. Mm-hmm. But I love a good subtweet. It. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I'm just reading but. through this real quick in case I'm missing anything. I think, too, with, like, the creative health side of things, like, I when I was listening to that um, TikTok, like, thinking about now having the, this outlet here with the podcast and, like, finally having some way to kind of bring that back. Yeah. Because I feel like I was a graphic designer. I did this every single – to some degree. Something every day that was creative and mm-hmm. then – for my job, but then coming home, I was like, I'm, I want a break. Like, I don't want to yeah. do anything. I'm burnt out on it. Yes. And now that I've been able to, like, say, okay, I want to do this for myself. Right. And, like, it's something that, like, I actually want to do. Like, it's mm-hmm. fun to yeah. have that spark again. And yeah. to sacrifice time. Yeah. For me, I don't feel like I'm sacrificing time because I have a lot of it to <laughs> sacrifice. But it's fun still so far to be able to do this and worth it. But I think having multiple people be willing to create it is what Mm -hmm. makes it that much more Mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. Because it's hard to do it by yourself. No, yeah. Trying to play all those roles. I've done that. That's when Mm -hmm. when I was freelancing before I moved to Seattle. I felt that way. Yeah. I had to wear all the hats all the time. Um, But yeah, I just feel like. And now we're just wearing Santa hats. <laughs> I want to wear only the hat. <laughs> I wish I had a little Santa hat for Heidi, but it didn't really fit. Mm. Um, oh. Yeah, just the languishing conversation. I feel as if I've seen tons of TikToks lately of people breaking it down and talking about bed rot more and more. Um, I just want to talk about it more because yeah. I feel as if we're being mm-hmm. told by all the other generations that it's a bad habit. It's lazy. Yeah. It's something that you shouldn't do. But I think that rotting is good for mm-hmm. self-care, mm-hmm. especially for introverts. Just let me linger. Let me languish. Yeah. yeah. And don't fault me for it. I have a question. Yeah. What's up? What is your bed rot setup? Oh, girl. Because I have my internal bed rot setup that I like. Please go on. Well, no, I, I, oh, I mean, yeah, I can go first. But please go first. So it it has to have so three beverages, Mm -hmm. for starters, at least. I gotta have a tooch, water, tooch with a lot of ice because I'm a chomper, an ice chomper. Y'all, listic in your teeth. Listic. Um. Yeah, gotta have a a tooch full full of ice with a little bit of water. Is that aggressive? Something, oh, wow, okay, uh, something just like a fun beverage, like a Gatorade or or a Diet Ginger Ale, mm. <laughs> and then usually something maybe caffeinated, if it's a bed rot day, maybe not caffeinated. You know. Sugary and sweet? Yeah. Yeah. Like a slushy? Like a slushy, like a Sonic slushy. Or like a Dutchy brow. Yeah. And then there's got to be a snack nearby. <laughs> Within reach. Within reach. <laughs> that's great um i pull so my tv is on a 
amount, mm -hmm. um, but it's a retractable mount. And so I bring it <laughs> all the way as far as it goes towards the bed. Oh, my Lord. Uh, and point it down so that I can be Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're killing me. You commit. I commit. Oh, I love it. Like, that's probably my plan for, like, all of tomorrow afternoon. You're like, I'm busy. I've got plans. <laughs> Last yeah. sun last pod Sunday, we went shopping for a little while and we went to the Sunday Goods Dispensary here in Phoenix. Shout out. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and after we went to Old Navy, which is where we landed on these. Yeah. These sassy, spicy boys. Mm -hmm. And we were gonna go to World Market and I looked at Halsey and I I didn't even finish the question. And she goes, No, I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I I'm said, a boundary setter. <laughs> I got you. Word. And I had already mentally prepared myself <laughs> for, the bed rot. for what the, my Sunday afternoon was going to be, which is usually my Sunday reset of like laundry and all those things. Yeah, for sure. And then rotting, playing video games, <laughs> not talking to people. <laughs> yeah, word, dude. Yeah. Um, Kelly, what's your bed rot setup? We recently rearranged our home to make podcast studio and so our room is just a bed like we don't have any tv in there which is the first time in my adult life I, that i've not had a tv in my bedroom so my setup now because i have to like if i'm gonna watch something that i like, spend all day laptop up or ipad Yes. I have both devices there with me because if I want to do something on my computer, I can switch over whatever I'm watching on my iPad. If I want to mm -hmm. do something on my iPad, switch over to my laptop. Yeah. So Word. both whoop, devices, just in case, extra long charger mm. for the iPad, mm -hmm. just in case, because I've been there all day. Yeah. Um, I also would like at least two beverages. I'm a, I'm a triple beverage gal kind of person too yeah. in the mornings i usually have some form of energy drink a water mm -hmm. and then like a protein shake yeah. or like something more fun than water you got you know caffeination hydration fun. fun yeah the trifecta mm -hmm. and uh, a good blanket <laughs> Good pillow sitch yeah, going you on. The pillow's got to be just right. The lumbar yeah. has yeah. to be protected. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I think maybe I have a snack in there. Probably my baked barbecue lays because I'm strongly addicted to those. Mm. Is that a new addiction? No. Oh. That's like a forever addiction? Uh, the past few years. I went really heavy in the um, cheddar sour cream baked lays. Ooh. The ruffled ones. Mm -hmm. Very good. But I get burnt out on the, I think, sour cream side yeah. of things mm -hmm. with it. But the barbecue slaps every single time. Mm. I could, I, I love them so much. It also doesn't, I feel like barbecue chips don't make you feel bad. Yeah. Like mm. my tummy doesn't hurt from eating those. Yeah. No matter how many I eat. What's that about? Right. Mm. If I really, um, it, the other chip that like I go really, um, too hard on with is uh <laughs> overboard <laughs> voodoo chips mm. oh i haven't mm -hmm. had these oh i've had those God. from um ike's has them so ike's pot belly has them you can yeah. buy them at like fries and stuff but oh, it's the like flavors a, are just so different from like any other brand mm. yeah 
It's like a combination of the leftovers. So it's like kind of salt and vinegary, kind of barbecue-y. Yeah. Yeah, it's sweet. everything. Sweet, tangy, mm-hmm. yeah. little spice. Love. They're so good. Um, my bed rot is basically your bed rots. Yeah. Just, I like to have the windows open. Mm. <laughs> and the light. I like light in my bed rot days just to feel a little bit alive. Yeah. Because if it's pure darkness, I feel very vampiristic. <laughs> yeah. You know? I yeah. want as close to vampiredom as possible. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're blacking out the windows. Yeah. Yeah. Shade is down. Lights are off. If it's a bed rot where shut. I don't feel good, yes. Yeah. Uh, but most of the time, yeah, I like the window open. It's a fresh yeah. air. Yeah. You know, mm. and the sounds of the I-10 West. East, wherever, the freeway. So bad. Yeah. Lulling you. <laughs> and sometimes not. Because yeah. uh, have you ever heard a semi mm-hmm. screech mm-hmm. right outside your mm-hmm. kitchen window? And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you think, how close something? is that to me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The first time mom came to visit, she, she took one look at the freeway and was like, how many walls are between you and the freeway because I'm a little <laughs> petrified because our unit is right there. Yeah. yeah. It's right by the parking lot, which is right across from the freeway wall. That's so crazy. Not yeah. enough. I could throw a ball and hit a car easily. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not an athlete. Allegedly. In that way. <laughs> no. I call myself a fat lead. Like I can hustle and I can lift some things, mm-hmm. but I can't. No chuck. hand-eye coordination. No hand-eye oh, coordination. No. That's why I played, I played volleyball because I could use both of my hands. So I had a 50-50 shot of trying to <laughs> catch some balls. That's you also why I played volleyball. I played basketball. 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 I didn't like the running in basketball. Volleyball. Volleyball, volleyball you just yeah. get to stand and scoot. Yeah. yeah. My you grandpa know. was a women's basketball oh, coach. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Popper? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So, what they, a badass. Yeah. So, he loved. And I remember, oh, like, mm-hmm. um, being at camp and we were, like, out on the basketball court because there's an outside, outdoor court. I don't mm-hmm. know why I couldn't think of that word after <laughs> I just said it three times. Um, and he would practice with me to have me stand on like different parts of the key to like Aww. practice Aww. my shots and my free throws and stuff. What That's were you really good cute. at in basketball? No, like, I don't remember. <laughs> did you have a favorite part? Were you okay with the running aspect? Yeah, I was okay with it. I only did it in elementary school. Yeah. Mm. And then when I moved to, when I moved in middle school, all these people had been playing sports together for the past their entire mm-hmm. life yeah and so I, I went to tryouts you couldn't play basketball sixth grade so I went to tryout seventh grade and I was like very much I didn't have a partner and I mm. felt very much on the outside so oh. I left tryouts <laughs> what could have been I could have been a basketball star she could have been the WNBA <laughs> five seven Hey, there hey, is there's some, some small ones there's some true small, short players true there's this little one on Chicago and she is mighty. But my also my jersey number was 32. And the reason why I remember is because my boyfriend, his he was on the basketball team, the boys team. And yeah. he was 23. So we were 23 and 32. And oh, we were so that's cute a together. Taylor Swift song in the making. Yeah. A 
adorable. Yeah. Presh. Very presh. Um, other threads. <laughs> I love this one. I won't play the TikTok, but the subject is that my worlds were colliding because Miss Jen Shaw is leading, who is from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yeah. She's leading workout classes in prison right now, which Miss Elizabeth Holmes is obsessed with and taking and AKA they're like the the blood lady, the blood lady, the Theranos CEO, and they're obsessed with each other. They're like total friends in jail, and they're working on like a potential company together. And oh my isn't that insane? <laughs> but yeah, Jen Shaw has become like a fit. The last two people who should be allowed to create a company together. <laughs> who knows? Maybe they'll do some good in the world after all this. But Oof. I just found that absolutely hilarious. That of all the worlds that could collide, like <laughs> yeah. tech and health, and housewives have come together they've united hilarious um another thread was oh the third place i don't know if you watched the tiktok that was in there but um so i worked for starbucks for one year 13 months actually that's it at the corporate office i feel like you worked there for so much longer i feel Mm. like i worked there for four thousand years (laughs) uh i worked there in 2016 the first time that howard schultz was asked to step down and it was a very tumultuous time in the company it kind of sucked uh my last day was also the day they announced that tivana was gonna be like taken down as Mm -hmm. a company they were gonna close all the tivana stores they Mm -hmm. had to lay off a bunch of people and they did a reorg Right as I was leaving, because I was just contracted. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. on the social design team. So I was a content creator, basically, mm-hmm. for them in-house. And I worked on Starbucks Instagram, and I worked for the Starbucks roastery page before they opened all the other roasteries. So mm-hmm. it was just the Seattle roastery mm-hmm. and the New York one. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of the culture of the beginnings of Starbucks is that the original owners wanted to create the third place, which was not your work, not your home, but the other place that you go hang out at. And cafes Mm -hmm. weren't really around back then. Like cafe Mm -hmm. culture wasn't bustling in the US. It was very much a European thing, Mm -hmm. um, an Italian thing where you would have these centers of community to go hang out and have some coffee so the original creation of starbucks was to create that in every city in america they wanted to be the home for americans and then now the home in other countries the third place in other countries however what's never worked out for them is that in other countries there already is that culture yeah Yeah. and that culture is run by mom and pop shops Mm -hmm. you know small businesses and small companies not these mammoth corporations yeah um but what I keep seeing in our for you page for blood and contracts is these, you know, anti-capitalist TikTok, obviously, but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how there is a whole section of millennials who have this burgeoning desire to create mm-hmm. their version of third place mm-hmm. in the communities that either they're from or that they want to go build up, not gentrify, but like just create better community. I we've talked about it at just like our hangout nights Mm -hmm. about the people who have been um, going in and buying up laundromats and flipping them and renovating them and making them these cool communal spaces and doing But still leaving it as a laundromat? Yeah, still leaving it as a laundromat and offering like better quality products Mm -hmm. for the people that use the laundromat services Mm -hmm. and also creating like free events and community 
aspects like they have yeah. potlucks and bingo nights and all kinds of stuff and movie nights and then the laundromat itself looks beautiful like mm -hmm. it's state-of-the-art and super mid-century modern and they're doing it in these communities that do need people to buy up older businesses that are either vacant or just need to be renovated and bringing out some life into that community i want that's a huge dream of mine for us yeah. is to be able mm -hmm. to create that third place. Cause yeah. you, we've all talked about yeah. it, like the cafe or mm -hmm. the flower shop, which is also a weed shop. Wink, 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 wink. Flowers. Yeah. Flowers. But, and I think too, because what the TikTok was saying was anywhere that we want to go out right now, it's 15, like yes. seven, 10, 15, $20 yes. to, mm -hmm. to go. And so it's like, well, I'm just going to go home. Cause I, don't want to spend yeah that yeah. kind of money or i have a cup of coffee at home you know mm -hmm. yeah. trying to save and so finding that place where it's like we can all just go and hang out and pay two dollars for an espresso yeah like <laughs> you don't have to lose an arm and or spend an arm and a leg whatever the phrase is to yes try and just build community because exactly. i think too with like the pandemic we moved into our house right at the beginning of it. So we never mm -hmm. met any of our neighbors. We never, and now we've Aww. been here. So it's like, and we still don't know really them. know anybody. Yeah. We've only met like a couple of them and it's, yeah. then they move away. And <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Do you feel like a lot of people just don't stay here very long? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of turnover. Yeah. But good word. Turnover. Thanks. Yeah, I did. I did like that. He focused the TikTok focused on that, mm -hmm. that the reason it is always so inherent in other cultures is because the cost of going and sitting with friends is mm -hmm. minuscule compared to what it is here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. There was a time before the pandemic where every time I went out, I was spending at least 60 bucks in Seattle, yeah. no matter what I did, like yeah. just trying to go get a cup of coffee or a lunch with a friend between the amount of money that it costs to get on a bus <laughs> or an uber yeah um and then the cost of food was absolutely insane mm -hmm. so part of my ideas for whatever we create for third place is that it is cost effective for the people that want to come there because i would rather be more accessible than yeah. not yeah well and the thing that starbucks and a lot of these like corporate coffee companies in in america have never quite gotten right is that it's cold. It's not an inviting space. Yes. It's not somewhere like, I know plenty of people go and sit in a Starbucks and work there for hours, whatever. Yeah. I've never felt comfortable doing that in a Starbucks because first of all, the seating's uncomfortable. Yeah. The workspaces aren't comfortable. And it's loud. It's, it's loud. It's uninviting. The music's too loud. It's too bright. There's too much overhead lighting. It's, you know, it's never like the right Vibes. space. Yeah. Um, I would rather have a homey feel yeah you almost need like a coffee shop with like study rooms that you yes. can yeah. rent out right. almost library like a like. college library yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. with quiet i have been to coffee shops that have quiet spaces or silent yeah. spaces with mm. either anti-tech spaces or mm. like that are just for reading mm -hmm. there's one in seattle out in fremont that mm -hmm. has like a reading room where mm. yeah. you can't have any tech and no music playing it's just yeah. the vibes of the coffee shop yeah. in the background yeah i like that too uh i don't know I, the, just the older i get but also the more i deconstruct from mm -hmm. career life yeah the more i want to create something that is accessible if you had asked me the same question five years ago i would not have said that i would have been like bougie 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 money. i want money 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 <laughs> um what else is on the thread 
Yeah, my favorite place that was like that, where that was cozy, uh, in it was in Queen Anne. Uh, it was Diablo, El Diablo. Oh, I know. And they closed in the pandemic and didn't so have the infrastructure did. to reopen. And No. It just sucks because it was one of those places. Well, first of all, they were forced to move before the pandemic. Their landlords decided that they wanted to put something there that would be more beneficial to them hmm. and okay. make them more money. Oh, and. Yeah. Than that a didn't shop. work. That didn't work out for them. Real nope. Because well. <laughs> now I'm pretty sure that space that they were in is vacant, empty. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. Because it was next to that little bookstore. Oh yeah, I do my Queen Anne bookshop. Yeah. Um. Okay. We do have Amazon wish lists on our threads, but we need. We should have taken screenshots. Mm. Yeah. Bummer. But we do have that. I'm loving that I called out. The Gary from the Batch Golden Bachelor. Oh yeah, it, it, it keeps getting worse. It keeps getting worse and worse. He was interviewed by Katie Couric. Yeah, brutal dude. Mom's boyfriend. <laughs> he can't stand yikes. this man. Good, because he's sus. Good, and it has been, he went off the other night. Reading the article about like the Hollywood Reporter, whatever the oh, the shoot. big article that came out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was going off. He's like, I knew it. They're gonna find out that this guy killed his wife. <laughs> this like he's going off. Oh, you know that would make it interesting. Yeah, he literally the girlfriend that he had before doing the Golden Bachelor. Yeah, he refused to take her to his high school reunion because she had gained ten pounds. Yeah, and he didn't like what she looked like anymore. Yeah. And then there's all these like suspicious things that happened with her. Like she fell down the stairs and he said she did it on purpose to be inconvenient to him. Because they had broken up. Yeah. And she fell during the time period that she was trying to move stuff out of the house. Yeah. But even the way she fell was suspicious. Yeah. And I feel like she's not going to say but anything because she she's scared. Of yeah, him. yeah, she, she lived, and that's why we have this information. Oh, she's yeah. part of the Hollywood Duh. Reporter report. Uh, yeah, I just the second I saw the preview with his family introducing him mm-hmm. for social, I red flags. Really? I don't know why. For some reason, I was just like, this guy has not been vetted. There's something about his storyline mm-hmm. and how his family was portraying him. I thought that the producers probably didn't vet him hard enough. Or they did, and they knew this was going to happen. They've come out and said that they, the producing team has apologized to the network, that mm. they didn't do their due diligence of finding out more oh, about wow. him, especially because of his career lies. Oh, yeah. He lied about being a restaurateur. He hasn't been a restaurateur since the 80s. I did see that. Yeah. I've, like, really... But yeah, well, because we're not watching any yeah. of the Bachelor franchise, so I only get yeah. little pieces of it on TikTok. But yeah, of yeah. course, now everything that it's blowing up now mm-hmm. it's everywhere in my yeah. for you page. Yeah, but yeah, the restaurant tour. Did you have something else I to thought, say? No, the restaurant tour thing of the, that he he's like a, a handyman. Yes, like the, yeah, that he goes and like fixes, fixes people's pools and stuff yeah. and like all the, like yeah. these random things that yeah, yeah he hasn't owned a restaurant since the eighties. Hmm. Like, so strange. Oh. Don't, and then I love everyone's the whole thing is all, everyone's going protect Susan. I know <laughs> that's the one that that's the one, one. he's still going one. Yeah. 
I don't know. I think she's like the projected winner or whatever. She's the winner. They were interviewed by Katie Couric and she nailed him to the wall and tried to push him and question him about Mm. the three-year relationship and the fact that he lied. And he tried to politician step away from actually answering the question. Mm -hmm. And she, she's an incredible interviewer. It's what she's done for her entire career. So (laughs) she, yeah, she's Kate Couric. Uh, she noticed the sidestep, so she reverted and asked it just a different way, but the same exact mm-hmm. question, and he still didn't answer it. It's wild. He's like, I didn't just he would claim that he had not dated anyone since yes. his wife died. He that he had been alone since his wife died, when in fact he started dating a woman three months after she died, and yeah. then lived with this woman for th- almost three years. And this is the woman that fell down the stairs. Yeah, yeah, and had a tumultuous ending of the relationship because partly. She gained weight. <laughs> and he also was partially in it because of the potential of The Bachelor happening. Yes. I was going to ask, is that yes. why part of why they broke up? Yes. Uh, that's the conspiracy anyway. Yeah. But the what? other half of that was, I really, it's a dream of mine to be interviewed by Katie Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes... I feel like, d- doesn't that mean you've, you've had to do- no. done something really no. not great? My dream has been there since I was like probably seven or eight when I first started noticing watching her more yeah. and on yeah. the today show but because she was interviewing like authors and mm-hmm. celebrities and just cool people and, and influential people and the way that she interviews is just so beautiful to me and mm-hmm. she's such an inspiring person my mom and I are obsessed with her yeah um it's always been a dream to I've always had this significant deja vu I hope feeling yeah. that I'm sitting on the couch with her and we're she's like over here and I'm over here and we're just having a face to face combo mm-hmm. about something. Oh, have you listened to Jenna Bush's new podcast? I have not. I'm not a big fan of the Bush girls. I like Jenna. She's all right. Yeah. She's like white toast with butter on top. <laughs> you like it, yeah. but there are other things. Yeah. <laughs> she has a new NBC podcast that's like uh her it's a, it's like a book club. Oh, and that's she been also her, interviews the authors. Yeah, that's been out for a while. I keep I've, hearing the ads for it on Dateline. I, I was just about to say, <laughs> I've heard that ad on Dateline for probably the last two years. Yeah. But she's also has a podcast with Hoda, too. Now, Hoda has a new podcast. They both have their own singular, and then they have a partner podcast oh. because of their show, yeah. Hoda and Jenna. Mm-hmm. Remember when How I was we get Hoda and Kathy Lee? <laughs> I love I Kathy Lee. Yeah. Because that would be right on after um, Kelly and Michael. So yes. I would roll into that yeah. in my morning. And she would just be wine drunk at 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Love that for her. Love Ooh. that for her. The uh, best was Kristen Wiig playing her on SNL during that era. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Kristen Wiig doing anything on SNL during that era. Oh, yes. Emma Stone is the host tonight. I saw that. So excited. And Noah Khan is the musical guest. And then Billie Eilish is mm. going to be the musical guest next weekend or with, the weekend after with uh, Kate McKinnon as the host. She's coming back. So fun. Fun. There we go. Um, hey, how's your book club going? My book club's going great. Yeah, look, look at this at book club over here. I got a here. library over here. Show the people. Da, 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 da. Did you inherit a, a Schwab from Bailey? Yeah. So I finished, finally, A Darker Shade of Magic. Oh, you finished? Wee, 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 wee. Wow. So you're reading the second one now? So yep. I'm going to take a quick little break, though, because yes. um, I'm not good at multi-books. Same. Mm-hmm. So I will 
eventually start reading the second one, Ooh. which is a gathering of shadows. That whole that looks so good. That looks yeah. so good. It was like the reds and yeah. the black. And, oh yeah, and, the green. and then, but in the meantime, da 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 da. da. Kelly and I realized the other day we never finished reading it. Oh, good because we're okay. Kelly and I are both going to read this. Okay, I'll for listen the to it. Pod people, it's what is it? The song what? The ballad, the ballad of, song of songbirds and snakes. The Suzanne Collins book for the, the pre Hunger Games. Because mm-hmm. I want to go see the movie because it's gotten mm-hmm. rave reviews. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I never read the book, and it's a good, healthy sized book. So mm-hmm. if you want to read it with us to get yeah. invigorated, Halsey, I thought I had read the whole thing, and now I'm realizing I did. You did it. No. <laughs> so I'm gonna. I'll listen to it. Well, yeah, yeah. and then or something for just. I think that should be our. Because it's, well, it's only a second. Should that just be our full December book then so that people can, yeah, or should I that be so. December, January? Because this episode doesn't come out until the 18th. Maybe December, January. December. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's our December, also, January book. for Kelly to finish it. Exactly. In a month. It's a lot of book. Yeah. But you, I feel like I'm on a, like, when I was starting the first Darker Shade of Magic, yeah. like, mm-hmm. this is the first book I've read cover to cover in years really i don't read i'm honored yeah. i don't know how <laughs> just kidding <laughs> she did it folks listen <laughs> some of these words look familiar <laughs> i didn't crawl when i was little reading's difficult so <laughs> it's just a thing back. um so i didn't really have the mm-hmm. wherewithal the gusto the focus Gumption. Oh man. Start the sentence over. <laughs> I didn't have the discipline. Yes. To I was close with we got yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> to keep reading. Yeah. Fun fact about the Darker Shade of Magic book. I bought it after our Vegas trip for oh. my 28th birthday. Yeah. So two, two years, years ago. ago. <laughs> Your golden birthday. Um, yeah, we went to Vegas and then Jansen and I went on to California yeah. for a beach portion of the trip and i was like this is gonna be a great beach book Mm. i would not have recommended that no also would not have recommended that (laughs) now we know but i like found a barnes and noble went and found this book dedicated because you had just posted something about it on your book talk and i was like i'm gonna read it she said she liked it i'm gonna like it too which i did really like it it is a lot got intense have you read it no oh I'm a little nervous can about like it? when it comes. Yeah, you can borrow it. I'm a little nervous about when it comes out into a show. Yeah, it's gonna be messy. Scaly. Yeah, it's pretty dark yeah. and very cinematically yep. gruesomely detailed. Yes, not to a disgusting point, but pretty detailed. But more bloody than I expected. really expected. Yeah, the only so. thing I've been reading recently is fan fiction. So. Hey, you know it's reading. Well, yeah, you look at some words and you. Put your eyes over them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. One of them was like 2,000 or 200,000 words. God bless. Um, I did not bring my book in here. It's in my backpack. Oh, wait. 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 I no. think now, though, that I have, I don't think I finished this thought. Now that I have the discipline of oh. like reading, yeah. I think I'll get through this book a lot faster than I mm. got through that book. Nice. You're on a roll now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm reading the Telegraph. The Night at the uh-huh. Telegraph Club. It's good. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not gonna I'm gonna wait. I don't like telling people how a book is until I've fully finished it. Yeah. But I'm struggling. 
So I'm really excited to read the song, the ballad. Yeah. Uh, Hunger Games book, because one, I just love the Hunger Games. Two, I'm order it right now. Good. Two, I think it's just really relevant for how society looks right now. And yeah. that's I want to be part of that conversation because I keep getting those TikToks on mm. my FYP of anti-capitalism and mm-hmm. everything's falling apart and society is changing and revolution. And then it cuts to like a Hunger Games reference yeah. or just like sh- showing a mirror to the books to what's happening in the world right now. And I, I want to be a part of the conversation. I'm one of those yeah. people when it comes to pop culture where... I can't not know when the 50 shades of gray books came out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was working in an office for the first time at my Mm. first agency and all it was a, uh, what the CEO is co-owned by a husband and wife again. Why do I keep doing that to myself? Um, uh, she was one of the CEOs and therefore actually hired a lot of women, which I appreciated Mm -hmm. about her. Um, thank you. (laughs) I got the audio book. They were all reading Fifty Shades of Grey because it was all these women in their 30s, late 30s, early 40s. And I was one of the youngest people that worked at the agency. But I couldn't – they all talked about it constantly and could not stop talking about it. And I was like – I was still living at home. I got my first Nook, the Mm -hmm. Burns and Noble Kindle back then. And I bought that Sleep that. And I never looked back. I read them all. Yeah. Have you I've never them? read them. I binged them in about them a week and, and a half. <laughs> Should I read the books now? Yeah. No. They're terrible. They're Twilight fan fiction. They're I'll, delicious. I'll read them. If you want spicy books, reads. I can recommend better spicy books. What if her flavor of spicy is not her flavor of spicy? I don't know. I'm reading one right now. <laughs> also, do you Dude. want to be reading the same month that no. your sister-in-law reads? <laughs> So that one scene, am I right? I am reading one right now where the the mm-hmm. the dedication was to girls who are newer, spicy, and just want to get real. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Add to cart. Yeah, <laughs> I said on TikTok. <laughs> They're talking about me. Oh, <laughs> the FYP uh, said for you. B- yeah that's where i find the best like queer ones though because there aren't a lot of um like popular queer spicy books yeah but i find all the like self-published ones on tiktok and then i just and then i get to go support a self-published author 100 percent. yeah i would rather do that too Mm -hmm. yeah don't don't uh don't wait for the publishing community to get on that quickly because it's archaic. It's why I'm scared to write a book because I'm scared, not of the rejection, but just like not being Mm -hmm. able to be seen in Mm -hmm. that world because it is so old school still to this day. I would love to find a really dope boutique publishing company. Yeah. Yeah. That wants to work with me. That would be really cool. Um, Beyonce's movie is the beginning of a renaissance. (laughs) Let me tell you, we got to go see it. May I ask a question? Absolutely. Is it like a concert movie? Yes. Yeah, it's like a documentary style that she directed for the enti- during the entire tour. And you get to see more intimate views of their life and the Blue Ivy situation of her wanting to be a part of the show and asking mm-hmm. to be a part of it and practicing. And um, 
there's a part of it where it talks about the public's reaction to her first couple of shows and how mm-hmm. mean people were. And Beyonce. Because Blue Ivy was there. Because Blue Ivy was a kiddo who she's eleven years. She old. was eleven years old when the <laughs> tour started, mm-hmm. and she was she's lanky as all hell and just a little discombobulated because she's an eleven year old yeah. and a brand new mm-hmm. dancer. And people were being awful to her. And she unfortunately had access to those comments. Mm-hmm. And Beyonce was heartbroken that she had access to them. But Blue read those comments and immediately was like. Lit I'm going to show you. Yeah. Yeah. It lit a fire under her. Mm-hmm. And she found the, the, the like drive that her mom has of like, I need to be better for myself, but this is my thing that I'm going to take up in arms and like go do for myself. Mm-hmm. And I want to wake up every morning and go do it. She hadn't found that thing yet. And now mm-hmm. dancing and performing is like starting to be that thing that she is passionate about and actually wants to like put a lot of time into her art. Mm. And the TikTok that I sent into our thread was a black creator who was talking about how this is the time is now to not not do the thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to not pour into yourself because the world and society are not going to do anything for you. They're not going to wait for you. They're not going to help you. Mm -hmm. So. Try to get over the cringe of what we're doing (laughs) while making this podcast and making content and creating a company. I couldn't remember what that was. I can't can't remember where my points are. (laughs) And being little Christmas gnomes on YouTube. (laughs) It was just so – I keep getting – inspiring Mm -hmm. things like that but the it was really cool to see the creator kind of put that together for herself Mm -hmm. um that that movie just sparked something in her and i want to go see it so bad it looks amazing um i've heard that it's better than t-swift's just fyi okay but taylor's wasn't a documentary it was just the concert oh okay yeah that was your question yeah Yeah. no taylor's she's done documentary ones before yeah uh i highly recommend the miss americana one because that one that that docu documentary one is where i gained so much respect for her right that's what made me a fan like i already enjoyed her music but that movie and listening to her finally like one own the politics stuff but some other conversation she has in um in that movie is what made me have a lot more respect for her as an artist and mm-hmm. just as a person but um yeah no the the heiress tour one it's just the tour gotcha yeah mm. wasn't sure it's just the music well with the beyonce one do you have do you think that you have to be well versed in her no discography okay. that's kind of the fun part about when Beyonce directs things, she is very good about storytelling and making just showing you that her world instead mm-hmm. of being a fan documentary. Mm-hmm. You know gotcha. what I mean? There is whole chunks of the show that you get to watch, though, because she wanted to mm-hmm. produce it and direct it mm-hmm. so that she could get to showcase the Renaissance tour through her eyes. Um so it's like a mixture of a concert movie yeah, and yeah, yeah. a docu. Which like, Taylor's done the same thing yeah. where the, she's done ones that are like the rep, the Reputation Tour one. That one is just a tour. Same thing for the 1989 one. Um, but then Miss Americana was while she was writing Lover, I think. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I think it's the reputation sure. tour ish. Anyways, um, yeah, it's just it's interesting. Interesting. So Netflix. Um, did she help produce that one? Yeah, anything she's ever done, she has directed Produces and produced. I was getting the money questions up mm. for our oh, pinned our fina- convo, our finances. Yeah, so I've I was thinking about this a lot. Uh, over the last week of how our entree episode topics are kind of forming mm-hmm. and there's always been this consistent conversation in my life of the different pillars in my life that I categorize to like keep things uh compartmentalized yeah and naturally those pillars have become our Andre episodes, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I like because relationships, yeah, mm-hmm. spirituality, yeah. uh, money and budgeting and sexuality, f- sexuality. Yeah. Interesting. Which is, again, <laughs> I, and I like that because that will naturally let us build out season two, right? Like mm-hmm. we'll go every year. We'll just kind of loop around be Kelly's pillars. <laughs> yeah. Well, the pillar concepts yeah, should no. be universal. Yeah. Or not should, but are usually universal. Yeah. So yeah. today, the pillar, the pinned conversation. Yeah. Money, money, money. money Which money, I money. liked having this be kind of the topic because the holidays are, can be pricey and <sighs> there's a lot us. of expectations, mm-hmm. I think, on holidays of a lot of pressure. And yeah. we just had one of the most disappointing Black Fridays I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Awful. Awful. Did you see the Target TikTok? Yes. Of people pulling back the Black Friday sign, and the sign behind it was the exact same price. New low price. But then the sign on top of it was Black Friday deals. But they were the same amount. Yeah. Just so there that they could no. the next day pull the Black Friday ones out, yeah. and it would just That's be the next. annoying. Yeah. But it just goes to show... Kelly and I were talking about this last night. Yeah. I can't remember a Black Friday that was good enough. I, high school was the last one. Yes. I think my yeah. senior year, Heather and I went, my best friend Heather and I went out for Black Friday mm-hmm. and got, I think, a TV or something like that for yeah. ridiculously low cost mm-hmm. and DVDs and stuff like that. But again, that was pre aughts That was 08. Yes. Like the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. It, but... Oh, maybe in college I no. I did do some Black Friday shopping, but yeah. there's just nothing that's no. worth it, especially in person. Yeah. The reason it came up is Kelly and I were talking about our fun memories of Black Friday shopping. Yeah. We have one of there's some really positive ones. Yeah. Fun or terrifying. <laughs> My sister <laughs> and I for me. really bonded over Black Friday shopping. Yeah. Like we middle sister would mm-hmm. um go shopping together and mm-hmm. I would always drive her car. So I was at least 16. So mm-hmm. it was like 2011, 10, mm-hmm. 11, 12. Yeah. We would go and we'd find all of the like blockbuster movies that mm-hmm. were like two, three, four, five dollars. Yeah. Yes. And we would stock up. And yeah, then I didn't say that. this last night, but I remembered that like we'd get those movies and then we'd go home and I remember one year we were really into playing backgammon. <laughs> so I just remember That's like great. sitting on her bed. We would play Aww. backgammon and we'd just watch That's the movies sweet. that we bought. I love that. I love that. It was like, a great memory. Yeah. Yeah. One of the only positive memories that I have of um, a certain aunt on a paternal side mm. with a certain cousin. Mm. 
the wealthier ones. Mm. We went Black Friday shopping with them one yeah. year, and it was one of the only positive memories that oh, I have I was with there. them. No, baby, you were a baby. Oh, I, I was remember going shopping with them. Okay, we no did mind. it a couple of years. Oh, okay, I was gonna say like I remember doing but this, but yeah, probably yeah, because yeah. there were a couple of years where we would mix in with them or mm. Caitlin, Thank our Patreon hi. sub. We love. We love you. Thank you for subscribing on Patreon. Um, yeah, I I remember waking up super super early. It was still pitch black yeah. outside. We got coffee from like a cute little local stand, mm-hmm. and then we went to like a really fancy shopping yeah. center. I don't remember which one. Um, Desert and, Ridge. <laughs> no, that no. didn't even exist yet. Yeah. I think it was probably like Scottsdale Fashion Square, yeah. but like when Scottsdale Fashion Square was brand new. Yeah. Um, and just just the hub hubbub of all the shoppers, and it was a yeah. very communal, very girlhood yeah. moment. Yes, love a good girlhood moment. I mean, I, the only one I ever remember us like really like going for was always Old Navy. Yeah, they always had great deals. Mm-hmm. I would stand mm-hmm. in line for a good Old Navy deal yeah. for a good peacoat. Oh yeah, you got to get oh, your yearly peacoat. Yes. Yeah. How many peacoats did you own in the aughts? Oh, and at the height, yeah. <laughs> At least three. <laughs> yeah. I had at least two or three. Yeah. yeah. At a gray colors. one, a black one, and a blue one. Same. Same. Yeah. Like a navy. Like a, it was, navy. Oh, it, was, it was like a royal blue. It yeah. wasn't navy. It was like blue. blue. <laughs> Mine were always black. Yeah. I do love a black. Yeah. Pop yeah. color. It was like my fancy mm. coat. Like, oh, yeah. We're going to Pop the color theater. With a scarf. I will put my peacoat The theater? In. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get your peacoat out. To go to the theater. Yeah, for the twelfth time. <laughs> no wonder, uh, no wonder, popular, popular stuck in your in dreams. <laughs> recurrence in my dreams. Yeah, <laughs> uh, popular. Oh, yeah. I love Kristen Chenoweth. She was. Um, did you ever watch Pushing Up Daisies? Yes. Shut up! You've never oh. seen it. It's it got one canceled. Of my, it got it canceled. Got, like one season, two seasons, <sighs> two seasons. Yeah, the best seasons. Mm-hmm. It was. It's one of those shows that I was heartbroken that <sighs> it got canceled because it everyone was. was. So it became good. like a cult classic yeah. thing I, of like. I hope they come maybe someday do a movie. It's what's his mm-hmm. face. Um, sure. Uh, he's bisexual. Sure, <laughs> that helps. I love that. I know that. Anyways, he plays uh, this. He owns a cafe. There we go. Thank you, Lee Pace. Lee Pace. Yeah, uh, he owns a, a cafe or a restaurant, whatever. A pie shop. A pie shop. And he suddenly gets this power where he, if he touches a dead person, they can come back to life. But then, if he touches them again, they're dead forever. They're dead forever. And so the like the first person, one of the first people he touches is this girl, and then they like are falling in love with each other. But if he ever touches her again, oh, she'll be dead forever. No. So they like kiss through glass once, or like saran wrap or something. It's so remember. campy. Yeah, yeah. it's um, it was so brightly colored and oh, like yeah, the but sets Kristen were Chenoweth plays like the comedic relief best friend, the the quirky one. She yeah. plays the waitress at the pie shop and the music is just so Mm -hmm. delightful it's very lemony snicket feeling yeah like series of unfortunate Uh. events and lots Mm -hmm. of monochromatic sets very much like wes anderson Mm -hmm. um but extremely campy like the Mm -hmm. uh, main 
girl character, her, she has two crazy aunts, and that's mm-hmm. the only family that she has. And one wears um, an eye patch, like a pirate, mm-hmm. and the other one, Forgot and they're just so kooky. It. I love it. It's delightful. I've only ever watched it when it was originally on, so I, I've never gone back. I've rewatched and... it. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was around the same time that, like, Firefly happened. Yes. Which was also a show that got canceled very early. And had and a became cult following. a cult following. Yeah. My ex was obsessed with that show. I dressed up as one of the characters for Halloween one year when we were together. Hmm. I never watched okay. that either. I didn't either. I think that's why I have a really negative association to Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. It's because of that ex. That's uh, why I just, like, mm. meh. Cook your love. Okay. But I love that for you. <laughs> okay, so finances. Money. Money, 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 money. Uh, I kind of want to hear how money was handled in your childhood. <laughs> like, what were, do you remember hearing about money growing up? Do you ever remember money being an issue or talked about or handled from your parents? So, no, they never really talked about money to us. And I always thought we were well to do. Hmm. I don't think we were, but do you, looking back, do you think you were like average family? Yeah. Like middle class, but there was, I mean, at one point my dad was working multiple jobs. He was Mm -hmm. the pastor, which I don't think paid anything. He was a math teacher. Um, I could totally see that director. Yeah. All kind of at the same time. Camp wasn't as busy as it was then. And it was before we had officially moved to be closer. Yeah. Um, so it was really just like the summer and then like a few winter groups. Sorry. And did your mom ever work or was it always, she worked for camp? Does she have side jobs? She did have a job. So there was, um, her job was – they're a publishing oh. – like Christian publishing – No. I don't, I don't know what it was. But I do remember I'd go to work with her and I loved going to the office with her. Aww. And it was um, – they – it's a Christian – I think it's a Christian publishing company and yeah. they would do like – Bible study books mm-hmm. and um, discipleship books and stuff like that. I don't really know what her job was within that. Mm-hmm. She had a cubicle. Maybe secretary-esque. Maybe. But mm-hmm. so she worked there and then there was um, right next to the publishing place. I don't know if they're still next to each other, but there's a castle in Colorado Springs called Glenary. Oh. And she would do like data entry for... The castle. Interesting. Huh. That's the only job I ever remember her having. Okay. That sentence is just so yeah. funny to me. She did accounting for the castle. Yeah, I think she did accounting. I don't know. She did some sort of like data entry, huh. clerical stuff, just part time though. Yeah. But I mean, we had like a decent sized house. Yeah. And, and you had multiple kids. So I feel multiple. for you to feel. That you were more affluent yeah. while having three kids. We went on a lot of vacations, too. Yeah. And you traveled a lot because of the missionary aspect, right? Yeah. How many countries had you been to before you hit high school? Do you even remember? Um, Before high school, just three. Yeah. I think. I went. We went to Russia twice. Yeah. And then 
within those trips, we, depending on like where our layovers were on the way back, we stayed in Austria for a few days and then we stayed in London for a few days. So cool. I was seven. (laughs) But then we went back because when I was in high school, my sister lived in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. So we went back there and did like a tour of, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) the light just fell again. (sighs) Um, we did a tour of some countries. That's fun. While we were there. We need to replace that sticky. But yeah, they didn't really discuss money with us too much. We got an allowance and it was it was kind of I don't want to say a production, but like I wasn't involved in any of it. Yeah. But when we got our sorry, when we got our allowance, it was like here's your money. Mm-hmm. Now we need to take We'll take 10% and put it towards your tithing, you, mm. your 10%, put it in your savings, and then this is what you get to yeah. do Spend. whatever you yeah. want to do with it. Yeah. Because hmm. it was, yeah. Too bad that 20% could have gone to just your savings. I know. Imagine <laughs> what you could be doing now. I know. <laughs> could be rolling. Rolling in it. But, um, yeah. Well... I didn't have a very similar experience. <laughs> um, my parents, my mom wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. That was like her dream. And my dad for a while did everything he could do. I think that he had qualifications to do to make sure that that still happened. Mm-hmm. She, her dream was, you know, to build a family and to homeschool them and grow there, up grow there, up in the church there were supposed to be like six of us yeah there <laughs> were supposed to be many more children could you imagine no i could not <laughs> me as an older sibling <laughs> no <laughs> you know who knows maybe what what could have that what i uh, nope no nope. <laughs> <laughs> i just short-circuited <laughs> yeah. no, um no you're good uh my parents wanted to be a stay-at-home mom yep and did everything he could. They were married for less than two years before they had me, right? Mm-hmm. And well, so, really? no, they were married in '86. You were born in '89. 89. So about three years. About three years. Uh, so young parents mm-hmm. for the most part, and she wanted to have as many as possible, <laughs> like right after. That's why Jansen and I are only we're less than two years apart, and we're two weeks apart, right? Two years and a week. Two years and a week. Something like yeah. that. Eleventh and twentieth, and then. <laughs> He he came and she was like, I need. I'm to- good. <laughs> I need, I a, need break. a minute. I was the planned child who came f- f- like three or four years later than they yeah. thought I would. <laughs> well, financially, yeah, they were probably no. not the poorest of poor when Jansen was born, but financially, it just there was no way. I don't think that they could have had more at that point with yeah. where my father's career was. He also was at that point in nursing school. So he was like trying to go down that trajectory and that was a whole thing and then dropped out. So money was just, it was always talked about. I can't Mm -hmm. tell you a time in my my life where fear of finances and lack of finances wasn't a fog over Mm -hmm. our family. Yeah, It's really unfortunate. I've, I think I've been traumatized to, 
um, act the opposite, which I'm grateful for, but I don't feel, Mm -hmm. I don't love that I had to learn those lessons the hard way by having to be witness to so much. Like our parents have gone through a bankruptcy. They, uh, our cars have been repossessed. We've had creditors after our parents and had people show up with summons at our doors. Like we've had parents ask us to make sure the summons people don't know that we're home so that they didn't get served. Yeah. You know, we were used as middlemen a couple of times, especially in like my high school years. Mm. So cute other reoccurring nightmares Halsey had for years. Yeah. It just Uh. felt like my poor mom had to learn the hard way financially for the longest time up until honestly the last couple of years. Once she what was making enough money at the airlines that she works for, I felt like she was more comfortable and it made Mm -hmm. me more confident and calm knowing that she was doing okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I think that's why I did my career for so long because I was petrified of not making money and not being affluent and not working towards having a lot of money Yeah. instead of, or at the, what is the word? At the expense, (laughs) pun intended, at the expense of my happiness and actually seeking out something that I want to do with my life and that it is life-giving and joyful just to make sure that I never ended up like my parents, which sucks. So. Yeah, we. I don't remember allowances really. Mm. No, that was not a thing. That's why I was so shocked when Halsey says she remembers being paid f- to clean the church, that old church or the warehouses, mm-hmm. because I, we. It was a thing that I wasn't paid. It was like a no. You get to live in my house and get fed by me, kind of conversation. But that's how chores at home were treated. Like you yeah. don't get paid for doing chores. No. That is a part of being a part of a family, right? I think um, after I left, mm-hmm. you. I think you guys were still cleaning the church at that point when I moved in with that roommate right after college and you must've been getting you and Jansen probably were getting paid then. No, we were getting paid younger. I was being paid in elementary school. I do not remember that man. Okay. Well, cool. (laughs) Man. (laughs) Um, but same childhoods, different memories. (laughs) Well, that's life. (laughs) Yeah. Um, we also have been, uh, the holidays are an interesting retrospective time Mm -hmm. for us too because there were the Christmases where we were given charitable gifts and Mm -hmm. loved on by the church and our church community because our family just like could not afford things Mm -hmm. so the gift giving aspect I've definitely have had to change that Mm -hmm. mindset because for so long when I was making money I had to buy gifts for everybody like it was my thing to lavish things upon Mm -hmm. family members because I could Mm -hmm. and I had never had that opportunity to be that kind of gift giver (laughs) and now not having this career not having that kind of income why crafty Christmas sounds exciting to me is yeah. because I can't afford the lavish gifts that I've been known to be giving. And it's, mm-hmm. it is embarrassing to me, but it's also like life should be mean more than just an expensive But at the same gift. time, like my favorite gifts from you have never been the ones that you spent the most money right. on. I know that's what's hilarious. And I think that goes across the board for our whole family. Like my favorite gifts that I've even seen you give were the ones that were like, sentimental things Mm -hmm. that have actually 
lasted. Yeah. The tech, whatever, Meh. that yeah. stuff ages out, yeah. gets thrown away, yeah. gets ruined within whatever, a year, <laughs> within a few years. Yeah. Um, whereas like the photo albums that you've made or gifted or you know whatever like the experiences that you've gifted those things are what actually hold up like i still have you know the little like flip book polaroid thing you made for Mm, me in your stocking in 2016 you know like (laughs) yeah yeah adorable yeah Yeah. i remember that i was here Mm -hmm. you were that's (laughs) what conversations like jansen and i have been having around presence is trying to figure out like what to get to make it last because um we if there's something that we want like we usually buy it for ourselves yeah he does it i think more than i do but like (laughs) (laughs) wants a practical gift doesn't want a lot of like clutter with things and so trying to find presents that are worth spending the money on yes when it's like well we could just hang out and like be together or do something like have an uh, an activity, an activity yeah. to do. Yeah, because in this half economy, the price of gifts and <laughs> twice the amount of memories. You know. Oh, put that on a Hallmark card. <laughs> put down on a graphic. So, Q, we're going to uh, New York for New Year's next year. Oh yeah. Oh. <sighs> I have a TikTok to show you. Okay. I have a TikTok to show you. I have a lot of TikToks to show you. <laughs> and we're staying at the Plaza at least one of the nights. Because we need to get matching I want to ropes. be Eloise. Absolutely. Yeah, Do you be. have you seen how they treat dogs? Yeah, no. that's <laughs> don't ruin it. That's oh, my sorry, TikTok. that's your TikTok. The custom yeah. ropes. Okay. Sorry. Well, she's already seen it. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. Apologize. Um, it was on my for you page. How dare you TikTok? How dare you show us the same things? <laughs> but yeah. you know we both like dogs. Um, I have more finance questions. Yeah, I didn't really answer that one, but that's okay. Do you want? I mean, we, we have, answered it. We, we jointly yeah. answered it. Yeah. Um, I do. I do just want to touch on the bet of like how growing up the way we did affected my view of finances hmm. because there were seasons where parents had better jobs or whatever, and sure. And so I got really used to the ebb and flow. Yeah. Of the like. I always knew things were going okay because we had cable. <laughs> or like I always knew something was going on because we were getting rid of the cable. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it, it was those little things or like you it, – it was like, oh, do we really need to come get you or can you get a ride home? Because gas is $4 right now. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, little things like that. Um I, yeah, there were um, a few times, I mean, the last, like, job loss happened when I was in high school. Right. And um, it happened right smack dab in the middle of my high school career. Yeah. And. (laughs) Career. You know, whatever. (laughs) Whatever it's called. Uh, High school years. Yeah. And um, it is also one of those things that is, like the beginning of the end yeah. kind of things, right? If, like, it was... it, it That it, happening changed the trajectory of our family in a lot of ways. 
Yes, but also I just think it was another knife in the coffin situation. Yeah. Yeah. The ticking time bomb was already ticking. Yeah. It was just another layer to add on yeah. top because there came more line came out of that yeah. job loss of what he was spending money on or not spending money on. Yeah. And my I think my mom's eyes were beginning to be opened yeah. around that time. I think that's more what I mean by it. Yeah. Like it changed what the end of my high school life could have been sure drastically changed sure um i agree it got a lot yeah. darker yeah yeah uh on that note <laughs> um, so part of the reason that i wanted to talk about this was because much like our conversations about moving in together and doing a communal situation mm-hmm. uh I don't understand why family and friends don't talk about money more frequently mm-hmm. or more transparently. Mm-hmm. Why is it not a common occurrence that you're going to talk about finances? Because I think that one, the 1% really have this up on us where we don't have this as an aspect of our community conversation Mm -hmm. and they're all talking and networking together and telling each other the inside scoop of whatever deal is happening or, you know, those kind of conversations. And we just don't do that as Americans specifically. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, because it came up a lot in my career of people not wanting to talk about how much you make salary transparency. Yeah. Never understood that. And the more and more I got into leadership and worked up into companies, the more I was asking for salary transparency. Well, it's about control. (laughs) Totally. They don't want you to talk about it with each other because they don't want to have to admit that there is discrepancy. Right. (laughs) Like that's why it's all about control from the higher ups. And I knew that and was not preaching that to my coworkers, but definitely poking at it in that they're being told by leadership. Now, when we give you this raise, don't talk about it because Mm -hmm. we don't want to offend someone else on our team. Mm -hmm. No, you just don't want us to all talk amongst ourselves Mm -hmm. to understand that Steve in media is making 10 times more what Mm -hmm. our junior staff are making just because Steve has been here for longer. Yeah. But Steve doesn't do half the work that everyone else is doing. Very strange. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you, how do you guys feel about talking about money between our families? Having, not having transparency of. Yeah salaries unless we want to but the inside scoop of how each other are investing or how we're working towards our financial futures i mean this is like the first year where i'm not the broke sibling all (laughs) of the time i mean i mean it's true like i've always been you know well you're significantly younger than all of us we were just as broke as you were at 27 no i know No, you lived in Seattle at 27. (laughs) That was right before I met James. Mm -hmm. Two years before I met James. Mm -hmm. I was probably the poorest at 27. Because I was making next to nothing at Starbucks. Yeah. And that was 26 to 27. I was, that was the first year that I got a credit card because Mm -hmm. I couldn't buy groceries. I was making such little money at Starbucks corporate (laughs) that I had to get a credit card just to afford food. Yeah. 
bad. So I get it, but meanwhile, I just have credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> but I also live at home. Uh, you true. know, there's true, true. cuts and losses. Um, <laughs> yeah. So how does that feel? I I hate that I still have to live at home. I don't hate living at home. But I hate that I have to. I meant, how does it feel to not be the broke sibling? Oh, great. But I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that you, <laughs> no, you okay. hate living at home. No, I just hate that I have to. I hate that, that that it's kind of my only option. Yeah. Because... But you're not alone in that. No, I know. I and, and it's like I try to do the thing of forgetting that it is such an American thing yeah. to have to live on your own. That... Almost every other culture and community does generational living yeah. and cohabitating. Do you feel like that's something that you want? Like when you were in Bosnia and you got your mm-hmm. year by yourself, like, mm-hmm. was that enjoyable? Like, did it wasn't you like enough. enough like, time? Yeah. So you do want yeah. still to like. <laughs> like I, I got a taste. Yeah. yeah. And then I had to come home. I get that. I've mm-hmm. never lived by myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so, I don't know, like, there's this thing of, like, if there's a mess, I made it. Yeah. If, yeah. You know, if You get to take ownership of everything yes. within those walls, and it's yeah. like, this is all mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I think that'd be yeah. cool. Do you, you, we've kind of talked about in mm-hmm. our personal conversations, Kelly, that you don't regret not being able to have lived by yourself, but I, do you feel like by having the house that you guys have that you've kind of been able to have your own spaces? I think a little bit now. Um, one thing I don't regret not living by myself yeah. ever, but I think it w- could have been good for me sure. to learn because I'm not good at being by myself. Yeah. Mm. So that's something that is some, we constantly kind of butt heads on still yeah. about. Um, but we do now have the space to like, Go to your corner. Yeah, like I'm gonna go enjoy doing <laughs> yeah. whatever I want to do over here, and I know I'm not mm-hmm. gonna be bothering you, and you're not gonna be bothering me because you're over here. Doing yeah, <laughs> your thing. Yeah, Jansen loves to hermit, and he loves yes. to be in his little cave by mm-hmm. himself, and that yeah. he could spend all day there and be happy, happy for mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. I want attention. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, play with me. <laughs> so I think, like, I do wish I had that experience yeah. to be able to say, like, it's okay to be by yourself. Yeah. But I grew up always surrounded by yeah. people. Went to college, was always surrounded by people. So I've never. Yeah. It's when, been yeah. something that's when would you been have? hard to learn. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Do you think the pandemic helped? I think so, and I think the pandemic made me more introverted yeah. and more I more homebody than yes, I same. had ever been. Ever been. Yeah. No. It blows my mind how much stuff I used to get done before 4 p.m. <laughs> yeah. And the amount of places that I would have gone to before 4 p.m. Yes. And then I would go home, get ready again, and then go back out yeah. until yeah. 9 or 10. Yeah. And we, like... We didn't have very much money when we first were married. Yes. We both were working jobs we hated. And, yeah. And, and making like minimum wage basically. Yeah. So it was very paycheck to paycheck. And then we kept moving and moving is expensive. Oh my. Every time. And okay. we always wanted to go. The only thing that we really would do as like entertainment is go shopping. <laughs> Like and Target. With what money? Yeah. yeah. So we were always spending any extra money we had 
on because we just wanted to get out of the house. Yeah. I really wanted to get out of the house and I could bribe <laughs> him with Little a treats. Best Buy yeah. trip, which is not a cheap place to shop. Yeah. Especially, especially not with that man. Yeah. <laughs> that is not a little treat. He got a bougie taste in technology. <laughs> I wanted to go Black Friday shopping when we first started dating. Yeah. And he did not. And I some somehow he turned around and convinced me that our shopping spree should be him buying the parts to build a new computer. <laughs> that I I don't remember if we were newly like where if we were dating or I think we might have been engaged at this point because I think I paid for Shut a lot up. of it. Girl what are you doing? <laughs> Things have changed. I really liked him, okay? <laughs> mm. You do. little sugar mama? Still do. Aww. With what money. But yeah, he. it was an expensive time. And <laughs> yeah. we did not have the money to Do spend. you remember the sheer panic of like the low, low amount of money in your account? Mm. And just the math that you had to do to be like, I really want a slushy from Sonic. <laughs> yeah. If I get a medium after tax, I think I might have $10 left to get me through the rest of the week. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I do remember. I do I have some nostalgia. in other countries. <laughs> with oh, girl. No nothing. spending money. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. yeah. When I went to Germany at 16, like, some of these kids that I went with, like, the only reason I got to go mm-hmm. was because it was free. Yeah. Um, like there was no way this was right after the layoff. Yeah, for sure. This was the summer after that happened. So we did not have the money for me to go. And so I saved like every penny of babysitting money, whatever mom and dad gave me, like, I think like a hundred dollars to buy, you know, like souvenirs and stuff. Mm -hmm. And some of the other kids I went on this trip with brought, I mean, first of all, like their parents credit card or, (laughs) you know, like, one girl, I just like so vividly remember being on a bus with her, and she was like, "I only have like twelve hundred left, and we had like five days left or something." And me being like, "I ran fine. out of money two days ago," and I'm just like, "Coasting." <laughs> yeah. Like, are you gonna finish eating? That? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm hungry. That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Did- because I didn't understand that any every time I got, got money out. Uh-huh. Because this is 2011? Yeah. 2012? Anytime I got money out, um, the ATM is charging an insane fee. Yeah. And the dollar to euro conversion was not great in 2012. Yeah. It still isn't. (laughs) Still isn't. But yeah. That's crazy. Um, Did your... How did you pay for college? Did you have scholarship? Um, I had a lot of scholarship. Nice. That's why I chose... To go to GCU versus stay in state would have been more expensive for me to stay in state. Yeah. My parents did help pay for probably half of it. Yeah. And then I took out loans for the rest. Are your loans done or are you still paying? No, you're still paying. I'm still paying. Do you want to share how much you have left? I you don't, don't have know to. the exact dollar amount, oh. but I'm somewhere in the 20,000 range. Okay. okay that's not, that that's not crazy. Yeah. It'll take you about two more years. If you're, I'm paying ish. very little on it. Okay, yeah, cool, cool, cool. I mean, I only pay like you can still fingers crossed that it's going to get forgiven, <laughs> right? I kept hoping. I was like, you know what? Maybe they kept delaying. It. I know. I think I only pay like a hundred and fifty dollars a month not, to it. That's not terrible. Awful. Yeah. It's yeah. not ideal, but it's not awful. I 
I could pay more. Yeah. I probably, and also because this was, I like set it up on an auto payment plan before I was married for this yeah. much. And yeah. it was on, it based on my income. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're going to take that much. Like I did not make enough to be no. giving 150 I know. Away. I know. I don't but even they know. Took I don't it. get I was how like, they how do are that you math? calculating this? How? Definitely mm. not based on the nation's average of what we're all making right now. Yeah. But I don't want to recalculate it based off of my new income. So. Then no oh, one. absolutely not. Don't do <laughs> it. No. no. No refinancing, please. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, I did. I paid for everything for college and only had to take out like a $15,000 loan in my senior year oh, nice. because I couldn't. Um, I had to start interning and I couldn't work two jobs mm-hmm. instead of one. <laughs> So, yeah, darn. <laughs> and so, you needed a new computer. And I needed a new computer, but then stupidly bought a desktop Mac. Why? Oh, no. <laughs> Why? You're in college. What are you doing? But it made yeah. for a great TV for a while. You know what I'm saying? It was pretty. Yeah. And I sold it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't I didn't make back a whole ton of money, but at least it sold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't have a scholarship. I had some, uh, what's it called? For the poor peoples. The pores. Um, what's it called? Yep. FAFSA. Yeah. I had you some had, FAFSA for the dollars. You had, um, I didn't get any of that. Matt, I got one too. <laughs> the, um, oh my God. Give me two seconds. Okay. So I had some of that, but only it I only got enough my freshman year because my father wasn't working again. But then by my sophomore year, he was working again and he was claiming me on his taxes cool. after 18. Cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, and he, that meant that I got less FASA to the point where I was having to pay more in taxes because he was claiming me as a dependent. That was fun. That was Love fun to that. figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. by my junior year, I was working two jobs and doing, I worked at As You Wish, the pottery studio. Mm-hmm. Stole a lot of paint. <laughs> Steal paint. We Just got to take paint because yeah. otherwise it expires. Oh, Everything that I ever made was given. Oh, okay. We were allowed to take all broken pottery, even if it had like a teeny tiny chip or anything like that. Oh. We got to take it for free. That's why I had so much painted stuff when I <laughs> moved. Um, uh, Mom's Grant. Still- grant? You had grants. Grants. A FAFSA so, grant. We got there. We got, I got there. there. <laughs> Loop back around. Loop back around. Um... Yeah, I worked for As You Wish. I was a supervisor for them for a long time. It was the first time that I was a part of a group walkout. We oh. all quit at the same time. Because the owners were... The owners are absolutely trash. insane. They're Mormon and crazy and very greedy people. And they're kind of known for being very greedy people. Mm. Are all of the As You Wishes owned by the same yes. people? Yes. Okay. Unless they've sold. I was going to say, I don't know if they're still owned at by the same time. people. At that time, yes. It was owned by a Mormon couple, very affluent Phoenix couple. And uh, yeah, they had, um, I do think they had like employee ownership of some kind, but you mm-hmm. had to have been working there for X amount of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was very excited because my freshman year, I got a job. I hated it. <laughs> I was tech support for on campus. Oh. Ooh. For all the online students. Oh, no. Which is like a third of GCU students. Now it's even more. Right. Now it's yeah. over half. Now I'm sure they have an entire department for that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> these lights today are not our friends. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I worked my first semester. Mm-hmm. I got a job there. And I was very excited because I paid off one of my loans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
just leave it. We'll just leave it. <laughs> and it's out of frame. I was like, oh, I've got this. It's going to be so amazing. Like, yeah. I paid this off. I feel so accomplished. I think I just said that two times. <laughs> I was really accomplished, okay? Yeah. And I that was the it. only one that, like, while I was in school, I paid off. Because I also hated my life and I hated my job at that point. So I quit. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. The rest is history. Yeah. I did one semester of community college while I also, at the same time, worked for Big Lots. <laughs> big lot. Oh, I loved a Big Lots. Yeah. I had the most teeth. <laughs> you had the most teeth? Yeah. And was on the least amount of non-recreational drugs. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What? I had the most of my original teeth mm-hmm. out of the employees. Oh, at thank you. I was yeah. not putting that together. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Did you grow more teeth? Have you lost <laughs> teeth? I'm so confused right now. Um, also, while I worked there, I don't know if I've ever told you a story. We were held at gunpoint. <laughs> But I was in the back room on my 15. Just chilling. Just ch- literally eating chips. <laughs> chilling like, like please don't come what? back here. No, I didn't know what was going on. Oh. I came back from my 15, oh. which I used to, I definitely used to take like a 30, a 25. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Oops. For sure. Um, because you would take your 15 and then go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, I come up to the front and everything's like done. <laughs> Like they, they've already taken just, the guy the trauma, away. The trauma has passed. Yeah, they're like, so "Where scary. were you? We were doing like head counts." And like, oh my god, you're like, "I was pooping on the job." <laughs> that was, Listen, yeah. hey, boss makes a dollar, I make a dime, and that's why I poop, poop on, on company, company time. time. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have lots of fun memories of Big Lots. Did you work mm-hmm. at the one next to the Family Christian Bookstore? Yep. Okay, so my first job was the Family Christian Bookstore. But it was, wasn't that anymore But when I worked at the Big Lots. It had but, moved across the street. Right. But Big Lots was, they yes. were originally next to each other. And on my break, I would go over to Big Lots, I'd walk the halls, and get a Top Ramen. Mm-hmm. The aisles? The hot. The halls. <laughs> it's fancy. <laughs> Big Lots is fancy. We're you talking uh, about the same place? No. <laughs> I loved Big Lots, man. They have everything. They did. They have furniture. I don't know. We had I've bugs in our ever... bird food. What? It was disgusting. That place is awful. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I get a top walk ramen. I'd walk the halls. I'd see what's up. I'd see what weird things they had in like the the women's self care aisle because yeah. they always had some interesting products. Yep. Like as seen on TV kind of stuff oh, that nice. were cheap, cheap. Yeah. That was it. Was like yeah. cheap entertainment. It was like yeah. going shopping. But it was my best buy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big Lots was my best buy. I love it. That's how broke three dollars movie been. Oh hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. And then I'd, I'd do that for about 10 minutes, and then I'd go back for my other 20. I'd heat up my noodles, and I'd watch, you know, whatever was happening on YouTube. Those are good times. I loved I loved and hated that first job. I yeah. had, I got a lot of Jesus t-shirts, a lot of Bibles, a lot of, a lot of notebooks with Jesus mm-hmm. things on them. Nice. It was the first time I was ever traumatized by a customer. Mm. This woman came in with her son, and she went st- stormed into the store, went straight up to the counter that I was standing at, and goes, where are the cards where is your card aisle and i said towards the back of the store do you see the sign that says cards <laughs> like <laughs> serious <laughs> i didn't say it sassy i promise uh-huh i said right underneath that that's where it's at and she goes you little 
brat. Don't you ever talk to someone like that. You should be ashamed of yourself. You are a terrible customer service. Where's your manager? How, how dare do you talk to someone like that? Who taught you? Who's your mother? And just continues and continues. Bash, bash, bash. Oh and I'm just standing in my little purple apron with my little family Christian bookstore and the fish. Yeah. And I'm just fully in high school. Tears rolling down my face. I'm yeah. like shaking. And her son mm. is just looking at her like, um, so sorry. It was one of those I have to apologize for yeah. my mom's behavior kind of moments. Yeah. Um, and then my manager came out and was just like, Do you see that area over there where that sign it says cards? It's right underneath. And the woman just looked at her and then grabbed her son's hand and pulled him and yanked him over to the card area. Oh I was like, I'm crying. I gotta go, I gotta go to Big Lots and get some top ramen. Yeah. <laughs> but also, lady, do you have eyes? <laughs> no, yeah. evidently not. Oh, also, God. while Big Lots, my parents were getting divorced. <laughs> or separated. Whatever. Whatever. And um, so I would just like <laughs> cry in the aisles. In the halls of Big Lots. Because so I was a facer. Um, so my hours were the like Two hours before store closed and then like two or three hours after store closed because uh-huh. I was just facing aisles and like, you know, straightening oh, everything. I've never worked retail. Hi. Oh, you would it's have loved working I retail. I would have. Sometimes when I'm like at Target or at Target, um, <laughs> I'm like in the clothing section, I'm like folding this oh, yeah. i can fold with the best of yeah. them i believe it so i she would have killed at an american eagle <laughs> heidi? heidi is sitting so cute i wish i could take a picture oh of her. my gosh here oh, what's she's wrong a little mama she's like you guys have been talking for so long and i'm like, so <laughs> we're so almost sad. done we're almost done mama um oh. i also definitely quit big lots in like the most 18 year old way oh no I definitely went in and then like in the middle of my shift went, yeah, this is going to be my last night. Uh, oh, I've never. Well, I have. D- I have done the quit and run situation. I didn't know about a two weeks notice. Like I did. Yeah. I, I had just graduated lots. high school and it was yeah. big lots. Um, yeah. That's how I quit Panera. Yeah. Oh. You just said, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Well, I because I got a new job yeah. and they're like, oh, can you start in two weeks? And or like, when's the earliest you can start? And I was like, I'd like to give my two weeks notice to mm-hmm. be respectful because I also was like on a path to be like on the catering side of oh. Panera. And they were like kind of grooming you a bit. And, and, uh, Wow, our lights are just <laughs> not having it today. That whole strip is gone. It's like, we are also over this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, We agree with Heidi. <laughs> yeah. So I said, I need to give two weeks. And they're like, okay, sounds good. And then they were like, is there any chance you can start any sooner? And I think oh. I just had a bad day. And I was like, you know what? Yes, I can. <laughs> so I went in. You betcha. I went yeah. in and I was like, hey, I just got this new job. Talking to the GM. And I was like, so um, they want me to actually start monday or whatever yeah and they're like if you don't give us two weeks notice you're gonna be blacklisted and oh, you can't work at another no. panera god forbid and i was like you know what i think i'll be okay <laughs> <laughs> i worked at a coffee but. shop for like a week and a half mm-hmm. <laughs> when i lived on the island oh god oh yeah i got fired <laughs> <laughs> that it checks. was okay it was because it was like peak 
summer season. peak season. Yeah. They needed a barista who already knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. <laughs> and that was clear. Yeah. yeah. Very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, do we want to do a quick little goal getter updates? Do yeah. we have any goal getter updates? Yeah. Kelly, would you like to kick us off? Sure. How are you doing? I'm doing great. <laughs> so my goals, as a reminder, uh-huh. um, as a reminder, were to read more, which I finished my first yeah, book. Crushed it. Hand over so, fist, bro. Starting my next book. Very excited about that. My second goal getter was to move my body more, which I still don't have a gym membership, but we have started doing nightly yoga. How cute is that? Cute. Adorbs. You got the jam man to do some yoga? Yeah. Wow. It was his idea. Yeah. (laughs) And I rolled with it. I was like, let's go. flexible? (laughs) Surprisingly, yes. More flexible than me. (laughs) He was rolling out his back the other night, and I was like, oh. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that yeah. you can get down low. Yeah. <laughs> and get back up. <laughs> and get back up. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Um, and, and we went for some walks. We went for some walks. So I'm feeling good about my... I see even Hutch is really just ready for us to... We're wrapping it up. And then I've just been, I feel like, more productive with pod stuff. And You have been crazy productive. All of us have. But you... Feeling good about You're my killing it, dude. Routine. Yeah. And we're having a routine... Look at us thriving. Yeah. yeah. I thank you for your, your updates. Thank you for thriving and being so just such a badass. Um what was I? Your goal getters? Yeah. Yeah. And it was updates? that. Um after Gemini Moon, I feel like I'm more of a human, so that's cool. Um I am moving my body more often. I'm still waiting for the Ozempic-like shot to be approved. Or not approved, but to get here. You kind of have to, like, grab Heidi by her elbows. Well, I was afraid because Hutch got mad that I was picking her up. Hutch, don't be jealous, bubs. Look at her face. She's like, you can't have a widow Please, Aunt Kelly, I love you. I got him. You're good. You're fine. There you go. Come on, Heidi. Help her out. There you go. There it is. Do-do-do, Heidi. Oh, a potato. A potato flew around. Anyways, your goal getters. Yeah. Waiting for the shot to come in so that I can start that process. But then I messaged Helen. Saw Helen. Hi. And I did my weigh-in at EOS the other day so that I could get a more uh, up-to-date readout because they have this cool e-volt machine that will yeah. pull apart all these different metrics. And it was not a positive reading but you know it's fine i'm educated now i have the information and now i can do something about it (laughs) um and i found a therapist yay i don't know if i haven't met with her yet but Mm. i am excited to meet with her i meet with her next week um i actually think i'm gonna ask her her opinion of emdr and if Mm. she has anyone that she would recommend is that the brain zeppy it's the light one Mm. (laughs) the brain zeppy is it the one where you electrocute your brain cells? No, not I won't that do one. that one. <laughs> <laughs> Hardcore. Um, yeah, because I, I don't know. I'm just really interested in seeing what EMDR could unlock. Kelly, do you remember a couple of weeks ago you we were talking on our one on one and um, because we've been talking about our past so much, you keep having more memories pop up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I'm having 
similar things. And I feel like EMDR would be interesting to kind of keep going down that path of healthily unveiling stuff that I've blacked out. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I think emotionally I'm in a really good um, grounded place Mm -hmm. that I wasn't before I got married. Yeah. And I, because I don't have a normal nine to five anymore. Mm-hmm. She's like, keep my hand. Yeah. She a lot loves, of kisses. She loves kisses. You can pull your hand away. It's very wet. I'd rather it be my hand than my leg though. Oh, okay. Well, she'll stop though. She loves fingers. Oh, okay. Mm, so it's salty. She loves a finger. Um. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. Gross. So health wise, we're getting there. Yeah. Um. Book wise, or no, not book wise, pod wise, feeling great. Mm-hmm. Um, growth has been going really well, but slow, which is fine. We just got another follower. Oh, wonderful! On Instagram. We lost one before. She started oh, following yeah. us from our reel. Oh, great! What's her name? Um, Shout her out. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, <laughs> mm, no. <laughs> I'm not gonna read that out loud. Let me see it. I can't. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's um unaliving adjacent? Yeah. We're yeah. a little confused. It's fine. We uh, all are welcome here. <laughs> welcome. We're so close to 100 followers. I know. I think we'll get here. We have t- two more. We'll get there by the end of the weekend, I think. Yeah. It's so close. Oh, Heidi, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Heidi has given Kelly's knee a little lick sesh. Just... A little bath. She just loves to just... Go to Give jail. kisses. Thank you so much. Um, my goal getters. But I think I have one more goal getter. What's oh, my other goal getter? Reading? No. Book reading, pod, it is social, fitness, health. That's it. Yeah. Okay. We're doing all right. Um, How are you doing? I have moved my body. I, I went for some good hot girl walks. Nice. Not at the gym. I canceled my gym membership. It's beautiful outside. Because it's outside. so nice out and a friend of mine... Is able to get us into some really cool parks. Oh yeah, you um, went to the botanical gardens. Went to the desert botanical gardens. That's so fun. It was beautiful. It was a really clear day. It was right before all the rain, mm. and so all of the like pollution layer had gone down, mm-hmm. and nice. so we could like see everything. And it was so beautiful. And it was so funny. I have not been there since I was a kid. Oh wow! And the elementary school we went to used to go there every single year. That was yeah. the field trip you went on every spring. Mm-hmm. And so I had not been there since fifth or sixth grade. Um, That's so fun. But it and it's changed so much, and they have some really cool art installations that they switch in and out. Yeah. Um. So we had a blast, and we just walked. And I love a hot girl walk that isn't mm-hmm. just on a treadmill. That too, and I think that's so. Our plan is to do all of these like outdoor ones Good. while it's nice out, and then we'll do. She can also get. We can get into the aquarium. Ooh. And the zoo. And I, what, Do that? you like aquariums, right, Kels? Yes. Love Loves aquariums. aquarium. Have you been to the Chicago Aquarium? Have we talked about this? I've never been to Chicago. Is that the Shed? Yeah, the Shed Aquarium. Yeah, we've it's been. so beautiful. It's really cool. Um, I would love to take you there. It is the Harry Potter of aquariums. Oh, Clutch is coming in. Oh, God bless, bless you. you. Um, uh, any other goal getters? <laughs> You move in your body. Um, I'm moving my body a little bit. I bought a walking pad for the house. Oh yeah. <laughs> because you, I I'm having a really hard time being able to there's another one coming. Um get to the gym and do editing, especially because yeah. I'm editing almost every single night after work. Yeah. So um I bought 
a walking pad for the house yep so that i can do the thing i my health insurance kicked in this last week so i went and did uh my i literally like instantly went online and booked a zoom appointment with my psychiatrist mm-hmm. so that i could get my meds mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. <laughs> when picked those up yesterday and then she's also sending my information over to a nutritionist nice uh to maybe talk a little bit with someone like that um, I'm interested to hear how you like or dislike or mm-hmm. just your opinion of the nutritionist because I have gone the nutritionist route too. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you about my story yeah. until you have yours. I, so. I don't know what I did. You hit a doorbell. I don't know. Um, <laughs> my last ex- like real experience with like hardcore weight loss stuff yeah. was in around like 2015, 2016. And I lost a lot of weight, right. but I didn't do it in a very healthy way. And especially mentally, it was, it was not a good time for me. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it had to do with food tracking. Mm. Food tracking for me goes dark real quick. Cause um, you become obsessed because I become obsessed and then I just don't eat. <laughs> yeah. Um, so because it becomes a numbers game in your yeah. head of like, I need to punish myself kind yeah. of if I have yeah. gone over. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. Well, that's exciting. Keep so, us in the loop yeah. of the nutritionist. I'm excited to hear. Yeah, what you think. I have to send them my last um, blood work that I had done back mm-hmm. in like August. So, gonna okay. do that. Cool. Um, and then I need to email my therapist. Yay, therapy. We're just thriving, you guys. Yeah. yeah. I'm into it. I haven't seen my therapist in three months. We know. Yeah. I miss her. <laughs> we know. We love Allison. You say it a lot. She's great. <laughs> you say she's the best. I'm going to clip every time over the last 11 episodes of how many times you've referenced. So I'm done in therapy right now for three months. <laughs> I haven't seen my therapist in three months. But I miss her. Almost 90 days. Almost. I miss her. I like it. We just get a little update every time. Yeah. yeah. Let We're invested at this point. Yeah. I Next time. Can't wait to hear about her. She's great. <laughs> Maybe we can have her on Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> She's very strict about client She wouldn't boundaries. be interviewed for something? I don't think so. Not with a client. Schmoop, schmoop. Well, hey. Thanks for chilling with us, Hachi. Guy, you're really missing out if you're not watching us on YouTube. That's all I'm going to say. He's just... Just, just take away. like when you want to go to do cardio, take us out and put us on the treadmill with you, and we'll Ugh. keep you entertained, right, Hutch? Sometimes my whip. Look at that little boy. Yeah. So now that you made it to the end, it's time for you to engage. Please share sure. this video. Comment. Please Subscribe. comment on this video. Uh, how about tell us a money story? Mm. A finance story, a horror story. What do we want to hear? I don't know. All of the above. anything money related. Yeah, tell yeah. us anything money. Like, tell us you about your spender? first job. Oh. Are you a saver? Yeah. Are you what's something you're saving for? Ooh, I would like to hear that. What's your dream that you're saving for? Yeah. I think ours are a house mm. together, a different land, house. land. <laughs> yeah. Kelly and I want a stack of townhouses we were saying like a fourplex or yeah. something not the barn dominium anymore i don't well, want a barn dominium. okay 
Maybe Jason's a, dream is a barn dominium. So. Well, Jason can have his barn dominium to himself. <laughs> Maybe that's his he new man cave. Enjoy that. You might. Probably would. Guys, I like spending time with him though. I know. Well, that's you, why you, we do. you would be allowed in the barn dominium. It yeah. would be like a fortress. Only Kelly and Jansen can yeah. get in. He's and the dogs. Because he's Batman. Yeah. Um, he would love that. I know. <laughs> he really would. So yeah, in the comments, I we want to hear what you're saving for. Like, what is the dream that you're putting out there? Because, you know, as uh, millennials and younger, retirement's not going to be a thing that exists for us. <laughs> or, yeah. or any kind of financial assistance by the time we get to that age. So yeah. be a little Delulu with us in the comments. Um, it all comes back to me being a prepper. Let's go. <laughs> Barn Dominion. I'll bring the salt. Costco, <laughs> queen. Uh, hashtag Costco queen in the, the comment section. I there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, All right. Hey, have a happy holiday and Christmas and yes. Hanukkah and whatever you whatever you're celebrating. Whatever you're celebrating. We yeah. this is our last episode of 2023. Thanks for spending the last few months with us. Yeah. Uh, so much more to come in 2024 you won't hear from us until the new year uh on the 8th but if you miss us and you want to hang you should come do so on patreon we have exclusive content we have two other shows that we film one is called tarot time the other is called buds and buns both are a rocking good time um, but we also do freebies downloadables um, behind the scenes content and much much more to come plus we do spicy stories spicy stories yeah we like spill the tea a little bit hotter on the old patreon scald it. and it's five dollars a month that's yeah. it yeah negligible cheaper than any coffee drink out there at this time mm. Mm. speaking of finances i spent too much money on the worst latte i've ever had the other day from where i don't want to say because oh. they're really nice and oh. they make great pastries and the vibes are great yeah but the coffee was terrible the worst oat milk latte first of all how do you mess up how do you mess latte? it well how Disgusting. do you mess up a latte it was not Drinkable. Okay, we'll tell us the tea after we okay, end the show. Um, my sister by contract, also named Kelly. Hey. Thanks for hanging with me. Yeah. Thanks for starting a podcast with me in 2023. Yeah, what a wild ride we're on. Truly. Exciting. Sister by blood. Ayo. I love you. I love you. <laughs> we love you too. <laughs> I'm Bailey Gabbert. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Say, say your names. My name is Kelly. And my name is Halsey. And we are Blood and Contracts. We'll see you in 2024. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye. Bye.